Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. I'm, of course, Tom. Neil, say hello. Hello, Neil. How are you doing? There you go. Like, is that old joke? Is that old joke wearing out yet? I, well, I didn't really yeah. set you up for it this time. I think you just. I think you kind of swung a miss, honestly. I, you know, I did. I, you know, but you know, I was so you'd Neil, set me of up. course, you can, you can, you can write us, of course, and complain about Neil's bad comedic timing at Punk Till I Die seventy seven at Gmail, or you send us a message on Facebook or whatever you want. We may answer, we may ignore you. We'll see what happens. No, we always try. No, that's not true. We always try and answer all of our we all do. of our we emails, etc., etc. Et um, and Tom, we had an announcement, right? We went over a thousand followers in the group. Oh, members of the group yes yes it's pretty exciting in fact you know we were at 9.99 for fucking it seemed like forever and then all of a sudden like 10 people joined within like a day when i was worrying about it so you think zuck was watching us before neil now he's really going to be paying close attention yeah he's he's gonna he's gonna be asking us to fucking give him money or something yes exactly he's already asking well that's the great thing is we got to a thousand without paying those sons of bitches one dollar so we can hang out. We can take a little pride in that. Actually, Tom, but, I I paid all thousand people. To, <laughs> sorry sorry you know. about that. Just like all your friends. <laughs> Am I your only friend who's not being paid, Neil? All right. So, so anyway, so Neil, this is a, this is one more. We're gonna do one more episode where we do a big push for our Joey Ramone birthday bash in Logansport on the nineteenth of May. Joey Ramone's birthday is. I had the date wrong the other day. It would be his seventy. He's born in fifty one. Would that be seventy second birthday? Seventy two. Yeah. Where he's still alive. And it's going to be the best Joey Ramon bash in the country, i got to say. And so today's guest, Neil, we have with us yes, sir. the bass player, the singer from the Putts. And his name is Billy Putts. He's somewhere in Indiana. How you doing, Billy? Hi, fine. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm in Fort Wayne, just to Are clarify. Are you in Fort Wayne? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were in Indianapolis. Uh, well, I moved. So oh, there you go. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's Fort funny, Wayne. Right? Whereabouts, whereabouts in the States is Fort Wayne? I feel like I've driven through it before, but I, I can't quite place where that uh, man, is. Man, it's the, the northeast corner uh, of the state. Do I, do, Tom, do I drive through that to get to you? No, no. Oh. Well, it's funny. I've spent a fair amount of time in Fort Wayne. There's a great, great punk club in Fort Wayne called the Brass Rail. Yes. And I'm going to guess that you probably played there a few times. I definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> So it's funny because the pots now you guys are spread all over, right? Dougie's we in are, Detroit. Yeah, Doug's up or in Detroit area. Pat's uh, just south of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, so it's so a lot I of guess, work. I guess that explains why you guys don't play that much anymore. Uh, well, yeah, I mean we were doing okay before the pandemic, and then I just got really comfortable with those couch uh, Facebook shows, and <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and being able to drink and not have to drive and being done playing before bedtime it was all pretty cool i don't know but well it's it's funny too because i know you're you had to put your kids to bed before you talked to us but it's still so early like i i envy those days when the kids went to bed so like now like i i go to bed before my kids you know oh yeah well uh we're getting there we got uh one's 11 she's not okay. in bed yet but i don't we don't do her bed she, you know we're just like sure, get out of here good night she we're can done. put her she can put herself to bed yeah. So, sure. so since the pandemic, how much have you guys played? I mean, you played, you did like Mom's Basement, right? Mom's Basement Fest. We did the Mom's Basement Fest. All three of my bands, back to back to back. It was a lot to remember. I was pretty stressed. Um, <laughs> you got a lot of different orders to put those three chords in. It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no nice. joke. And all of uh, Dave's Ghost Party songs are all like 
in a i was like which one is oh it was a lot it hurts <laughs> but i changed my shirt every time i thought it was pretty fun i, I wore People the shirt for the know. next band each time i thought that was so what know, trying so, to make it a thing so talking of three bands why don't you tell us what other bands apart from the putts that that you're in uh so i'm in uh covert flops with uh guy chad and adam and and then ghost party with uh teflon dave from horror section and pat from the putts no, pat are either, are either one of those bands mainly local to you, or are they spread around the country too? Uh, Covert Flops is the most local. Uh, before I moved, we were all in Indianapolis, okay. and that was part of the reason. I was like, I kind of want to just play in a band where I don't have to like do all the things, mm-hmm. like write all the songs and book all the... Th- I just get to... Well, not that I book anything. That's all Doug. But anyway, it was just kind of nice to be like, this is local. We're not like... We can get together, play a show, and go our separate ways. We don't have to always make it a long weekend just to justify the drive. So, is is Covert Flops? So do you do you all write songs, or are you, are you the singer in Covert Flops, or you just play bass? I just play bass. Um, I also I like to say I add the I add the flair. I just show up to practice once they've got the foundations. I go, that's cool. That's a good song. What <laughs> if we did this though? Then you do the you like the oohs and ahs guy the oohs and ahs and like the oh what about a breakdown or what if the guitar drops out here that stuff gotcha just, like well it, it's funny because we we were both big fans of that last covert flops album what was that a couple of years ago mission implausible from 2021 i'll try but but so the, once again i always do this because i'm such a record collector nerd it, isn't it about time somebody brings that first one back into print i think we've been talking about it um i'm not I, we're either like in the queue or I think it's happening. I think uh, I it's think in the queue, we, Neil. It'll be it'll be ready for our 60th birthday. I was what, say, do you mean, yeah, what do you mean? Our 60th birthday? My yeah, 60th. Uh, yeah, your funeral. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think that second one had enough traction that there was talk of actually pressing the first one on vinyl because there was like that limited uh, made-to-order thing that happened. Oh, oh was it never? Did it never get a proper pressing? Right. Yeah. Oh, was it that right? What's the song? Is it is is it's Riff Randall's on the first one, right? Yes. That's like my I I and I'm I'm really more of like a classic punk hardcore guy, but I swear that freaking Riff Randall. That's it's like one of the best punk songs I've heard in the last twenty years. Well, Tom, yeah. now that you say that and you've let it up like that, best well, punk song in twenty it, years. So we can play it again. I don't care. We can throw it in there. Yeah. I think we should play it right now. I, mean, I don't now. know how this is helping that's promote the freaking record farm show, but whatever. I think we got plenty of time. I don't. All right. It's got all right. A cool bass run in it. I'm into all right. It. Go ahead, Neil. Let's, this is from the first Defcom one, two, three, four. Right. Buy that for yeah from the Covert Flops from uh, was it 2019? I believe right. We've ar- we've already deviated. Is that the first one? 2019. That's, that's what it says. That's what it says here. All right. Well, Discogs never lies. They're like Discogs, Discogs always lies. <laughs> but there we go. Yeah, this is Riff Randall from the Covert Flops. All right. Won't you be my Riff Randall? Won't you be my punk rock girl? I'm trying hard to keep my composure, but you're keeping me up all night. It's true.
All right, that was a that was a, yeah Riff Randall from the Covert Flops. And for those that don't know who Riff Randall is, I don't know where the hell you've been for all your life. Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> we're, not, we're not going to waste our time. If you That's know who Riff Randall is, we're not going to waste our time. Google it. Very very sad. Yes. <laughs> so so how much convincing did it take from our good friend Matt down in the record farm to get you guys to come play the Joey Ramone Joey Ramone thing? Was it like I constant mean, constant needling, or was it just a matter of you guys getting your schedules together? Yeah, I think it was just, uh, I mean, they reached out. Uh, I'm really bad at the instant messaging and all that stuff. So, like, you know, Doug will always be like, hey, how about this thing? I go, oh, yeah, let me look. If it's always during, like, work. So by the time I get off work, I'm, I, I flush the you day. You forgot about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I don't know. I, I, don't, have, I don't have any homework. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then a week later. But, as, yeah, as soon as I actually looked at the calendar, I'm like, oh, it's wide open. Let's do it. It's just down the road for me. I like that. Um so, and then it was just a matter of uh, our regular guitar player, Pat, can't do it, I think. So it's Chad from Covert Flops is going to fill in. That was oh, the only makeup. Yeah. Oh, we get the B team, huh, Neil? Well, Tom, maybe, well, yeah, but maybe if you ask him nicely enough, maybe they'll play Riff Randall live for you. Uh, I doubt, yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, the there's a Ramones tie in right there, right? Yeah. The Ramones tie in. Well, uh, you know what? It's, yeah. Listen, they're, they're going to play some Ramones songs. We'll, we'll, we'll just let them play the Ramones songs. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not sure if we're going to get to how much practice we'll get to do first, or I would be all go. about it. They might practice so little, Neil, that all they play is Ramon songs because they won't have any. <laughs> Just do a quick run through the first album, you know. That'll be fine. That'll be fine too. The standard stuff that everybody does. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 what? How? When did you guys start out? Tell us a little bit about the the background of the putts. What? Uh, how many sure. years you guys been doing it now? All right. Well, so there are kind of two answers. I'll do this quickly, but technically, sure. I started the band with a couple of my friends in high school. Mm. I mean, we started a band called The Putts. We recorded... I mean, that's a great name for a high school band, right? Yeah. Right. Well, well as, I mean, we just the song. The, uh, you get closer to middle age, you start to second-guess these things, right? Ah, uh, you know, it's fine. As long as people buy the records, I don't... There you go. It's, it's fun. It. It's <laughs> fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, we did, a, we did a recording at a kid down the road in his basement house, and it was like eight songs. They're terrible sound like sophomores in high school wrote them then we didn't do anything with it i ran into those guys same guys like post college i was just hanging out that was it and i was like hey we should get the, the band back together and so we just started like crashing some open mic nights and uh one thing just led to another and we were like hey you know what while we're young we should record an album and that's we live down the road from sonic iguana so we're, sure. we went and did the hole in one there just on a whim uh, we'll see so how it goes. You, did you get Mass, or did you have like one of his employees? Um, yeah. We had Phil, Phil um, oh, Hill from the Teen Idols, uh, okay. engineered it all, and Mass mastered it. Okay, so because Neil, pretty cool. Neil, my friend Greg, who you know and don't like, um, <laughs> worked worked there, had done some stuff. He re- <laughs> he recorded like the Riptides album, and I've I've been in there. Uh, my daughter and I had a tour of the place. It's a little underwhelming, but it's cool. It was cool. <laughs> it's to be very tiny. Yeah, when you walk in the door, you're like, "That's the tour." Well, and and it was like all the things on the wall are CDs because it was like yes. CD era, so you oh, don't have yeah. like the gold records on the wall. It's like lookout. It's like the whole lookout catalog is hanging on the yeah. walls on on CD. But that's all right. So that was your first album. That was called Knock It Off. Hole in one. Hole in one. Hole in one. Okay. So I don't have my yeah. disc guys open. Oh, that's cool. I- these I, I know by heart, and that was cool. that was from like 2010 or something, right? That was a long time. Yeah, ago. yeah. It was officially we self released it in 2010. 
yeah and we'd recorded it like summer of 2009 but it was just it was our first recording so there was a lot of back and forth and like getting it done and then we tried to shop it around nobody was really interested at the time dummies yeah little did they know yeah right so so that went so out. Who, so did so you that, guys release it yourself basically the first time? Yeah, we just did like a hundred fifty run and started booking our own shows and sold out. And we're like, well, that was cool. And then somebody uh, pressed it on vinyl later, right? Like it's got a proper. Yeah, Mom's proper Basement place. came back and we did a full remix remaster that Mass did all of that. He did the fixed a few things that had bothered me for years, and mm. now it sounds beautiful. I'm I talk to Doug about this a lot. I'm really excited that you know our first album like still feels like a part of the catalog you know a lot of bands are like oh don't listen to that album that's not really oh yeah, us. yeah, yeah. well like i don't know i think it's just more of the same i'm pretty excited about that well but it's funny well let's see this is going to sound like a diss and it's not but um <laughs> i on the way home from work tonight i listened to hole in one the the reissue because i think we got that i think someone sent us that that's the one with the new that. yeah it's yeah, got I a new cover was... right it's got a blue cover yeah. with you yeah. on the yeah. cover i think um which is a better cover than the original oh god yeah right? the original covers are <laughs> Yeah. The original one you used, you made as at Kinko's with your uh, while your buddies were. <laughs> yes, it was not great. It's, it's pretty old. But anyway, yeah. I played Hole in One, and then I played uh, the newest one back to back, Rise and, Shine. and the yeah Rise and Shine, and the difference is night and day, my friend. It's uh, think so. Yeah, not God. Rise and Shine is a really, really, really good album. Yeah, we both every, loved that album too a yeah. couple years ago. Too. Yeah, I mean, so, every song's classic on that one. When uh, when did that, so did that line up? I, I, is it, it is that is anybody left in that lineup or is it just you? Uh, from the hole in one lineup, it's just me. Okay. Um, the same guys did knock it off, and then after that, Doug joined, and then okay. Pat joined. So then that's clinically main and on have been the current lineup. And you guys have been you guys have been staying pretty busy. Actually, you made a couple EPs. You did like a Christmas EP. You did like a Halloween EP. Yeah, uh, well, my whole thing is anytime we have a chance to get together, like, you know, we just max it out where it's like, well, we're not just going to record the album. Let's also record. I think when we did the Rise and Shine session, we did 20 songs. Oh, was that right? Okay. Because we're like, well, we're here. (laughs) And, uh, but I don't know. uh, I was at the Mom's Basement Fest last year, and this is a pretty pretty cool moment for me. Uh, uh, Pat Termite, uh, the Beatnik Termites came up, and we were talking about albums and, and he's like, oh, well, you're like pretty prolific though, right? And I was like, I guess if you say so. That's cool. <laughs> well, prolific today is different than prolific, you know, a generation ago, right? Yes. Well, uh, in the 70s where you had like, oh, hey, we just signed a six album contract. We have four years to make them. That's true. You know, that uh, I see moms, they're teasing Mom's Basement Fest again this year. I've never been over there, but last year's lineup was pretty sweet, if I remember right, even though the Zonoids dropped off. That's in Ohio, right? <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it, in, it's yeah. In, uh, it was on the Youngstown. far side of Ohio. Yes, <laughs> Youngstown, Ohio. Well, it's not that far from me, Neil. I mean, it's it's you know, you know me. I'm a Midwesterner, man. Yeah. I drive. It's five to- hours. It's it's, <laughs> it's just around the corner. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm like right now. You know, I'm looking at. Well, I can't make that Descendants uh, Circle show in Detroit. That's the closest one. So, do I go to Indy four and a half hours away, or do I go to Milwaukee five hours away? Why can't Why can't you make the one in Detroit? I thought you were going to that one. Ah, it's a Friday, and I'm, I just can't. I, I've got something going on. I can't do it. Jeez, Mr. S- listen, I'm a family man, like like our like our friend Billy here. I'm a family man. I got obligations, man. Mr. Secretive over there. Jeez, it gets hard. It gets hard. It does. That's what well, she, that's what she said. Yeah. 
the thank hard, you very much. The hardest thing is that during the pandemic, you know, you said you kind of got used to sitting on your couch. I was kind of the opposite. It's like, and like I said, I'm an old geezer, man. I'm going to be 50 in a couple weeks here. And I was just like, I just want to go to shows so bad. Like, once they lift this, I'm never going to skip another show ever. But then, <laughs> this year, every band's on tour because they've been off the road. And I'm like, yeah. I, just, I just can't go to every show. It's a lot. Well, killing me. I thought the sweet spot was actually right after the pandemic when they said, okay, places can be open, but there was still, like, uh, whatever, kind of like curfew. So, like, at the Melody Inn where we play a ton – uh, you know, we've went, we've hit the stage at like one thirty before. Okay. Yeah. Now, but you know, it was like right after that, they were like, "All right, music's got to be done by midnight." Perfect. And a second later, and I was like, "Sweet, sweet, sweet." Yeah. Sweet. As you get, as, yeah, you, as you get older, that gets better and better and better. Let me oh, tell yeah. you. I yeah. Like, I, was like, I remember a couple of years ago we had Rich on because the melody was one of the first people to get back to doing live music, but they had like twenty five percent capacity. I'm like. <laughs> Does that work? I mean, that place yeah. only holds like 150 people anyway. I'm like, does that work, uh, you know, money wise? Like, no, not really. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But they, but they were having. We, you know how big of a glutton for punishment I am. The next night after the Joey Ramon thing, we're going down to Indianapolis and going to the Mel for their uh, Joey Ramon birthday bash. So I will be going down. Exactly, I will be Joey Ramon down. <laughs> hey, was one of, was one of the songs you picked from that first album, or were they all newer? Oh, that one of the songs I picked, I quit, is off Hole in One. Yeah. There we go, Neil. Let's play it. Okay. Uh, this is yeah, the first from the putts we'll, tonight. We'll see. So we'll see if we'll see if we agree with Neil that it's light that there's light years difference because I know he picked la- at least Laser Blast, at least one from the new album later on. So yeah, Laser Blast is so goddamn good. Um. All right. Yeah. Sure. I quit from. Uh, yeah. The. Uh, Covert putts. Gotcha. From the putts, <laughs> I quit. My boss is an asshole. I'd like to kick his ass to the rifle. He's always breathing down my neck and he's short of me on my last paycheck. He keeps telling me what to do. Nothing he says seems to get through. I'd like to share. Well, I quit.
your uh, covert putts, Neil. That's what you get when you go swimming in cold water. So, so, so I'll tell you what, that's what you can call the band that's playing on the 19th. <laughs> exactly, it's a mashup. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought about doing that as an April Fool's Day joke one time, just being like, we've, we've decided it was too much work to have two bands going at the same time, so we're just going to become covert putts. Yeah, you can be like, be like the Cap Gun Heroes and have like 15 guys on stage. It'll be great. Yeah. There you go. Which is terrible when you're in a, uh, like, when you all you play are like dive bars and everything. There's never any room. No. <laughs> yeah, not enough room on the stage, indeed. Well, that's one thing good about the uh, situation for the for the uh, thing in Logansport is it's outside, so it's, so you don't really have much of a stage necessarily, but you got lots of room. So, of course, there's only three yeah. now, so it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, as long as, as long as it's not raining and they do move it inside because the stage inside is pretty teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah. but even that would be fine. It's funny, Neil, because I saw the, I just saw a new thing of the Queers last tour and Joe's playing guitar again. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. He's got a guitar <laughs> name again, yeah. Well, it's funny because yeah, we saw him a couple of years ago and he wasn't playing guitar. I'm like, when Joe quit playing guitar? Oh, he hasn't been playing for a few years. I'm like, really? Now he's, I don't know if they lost that handsome Italian guy, Neil. He looked like a. Oh, with the hair? Yeah, Guido. Yeah, he looked like the cover, he looked like the cover of a Harlequin romance novel or he something. <laughs> Love that guy. He was well, good, though. He's a good guitar player. He's, he is great. I got to sit in uh, one of their practices uh, at the Mel. Uh, I got to go back into the green room, and they're like, hey, we're just practicing. I was like, sweet. I'm just going to hang out. Don't worry about it. That's cool. And But he was just like figuring stuff out on the, on the spot. They're like, hey, do you know this one? Hey, do you know this one? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this? I'm like, geez. I swear he was warming up with like uh, Hangar 18 by Megadeth or something. I swear he was like, he was, like doing like these thrash, these thrash riffs and thrash leads and stuff. So, no, that's cool. So, so you did you? So your lyrics obviously are pretty lighthearted. That's kind of definitely your signature thing. Was that just like so? You know, is that a conscious decision or just like perpetual adolescent like the rest of us? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think I just always gravitated toward the queers and just like that that goofy like nonsense kind of songwriting where you're like, this isn't real, sure. you know, like uh, my buddy and I had some back and forth a uh, long, long time ago about, he was more a screeching weasel and he's like, yeah, they always have something to say and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's like, I don't know. That's not any fun. Having <laughs> something to say all the time. Uh, yeah. So. Ben was emo before emo was a thing, right? <laughs> I've just got all these feelings. Uh, I don't well, know. And, so and the I queers, just, the queers always more were more, and I think you guys probably have this account where they they were more like pure like '60s pop, you know, style. The early Weasel stuff was I don't know bad hardcore or something. I don't even know what the early <laughs> the early stuff was, but yeah, that's a that's a we don't talk about that. It's not really part of the catalog. Yeah, yeah, that first <laughs> album is totally ignored. Well, but it's it's just funny, right? Because the lyrics you write when you're young, but you think are so funny. I always wonder if you know, like Joe singing, you know. Does Joe get sick of singing? Ursula finally has tits. You know? Do you? Uh, you know, yeah, that's I, true, man. Do you yeah. ever? Are you ever self conscious about the lyrics you write when you're young, or you just embrace it and have fun? Um, I, I would say the biggest thing I've noticed is just obviously the change in like culture. Like I have a few songs that uh, use the the R word, <laughs> and now I feel a little weird about that. Oh, the retard, like retarded. Yeah, yeah retard. you can't say that anymore. Oh man, next thing, <laughs> I don't you know, know, you'll, people... next thing you know, you won't be able to talk about midgets. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Or> gypsies. <laughs> well, it's funny because that's one of the words that my daughter. It's one of those '80s words. Does she yell at you? We use it, and we're not really trying to be derogatory towards right. people who are mentally handicapped. It's just what we called each other. Right. Yeah. And, right. Exactly. It was just and, right. 
and it's how we talk. Then the, Fifteen. The years other one, ago. of course, is the gay thing. When you, because you, oh man, dude, you're so gay. You know, it was. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't have its roots in being like gay bashing, but it wasn't. You know, we, we, it was just one of those words that it didn't have that hateful meaning to it. It was just a stupid word that we called each other. So, anyway, you can still sing those songs as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if you have any songs. <laughs> like that, but. Uh, yeah. So that's that's about it. Everything other than that, I still look back and there are some songs I go, huh, I can't believe I. I'll be like. Specifically, I'm like, I wrote that when I was like 15. That's pretty good. That was a clever <laughs> twist of phrase I had there. Wow. I, I did it. it. <laughs> so when you're how about how about this? When you're working on some new material, you know, I don't I don't know, maybe you're too busy running your kids to softball games and soccer games and I don't know, PTA meetings, whatever you got. Maybe you don't have much time, but if you're if you get a riff in your head or you get a song in your head, do you kind of know which band it's gonna oh, go that's towards? A good, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Oh well yeah, I think you half asked this earlier and I didn't answer, but that's right. I, I probably write, stepped on you, man. I'll blame myself. No, I, I only write putt songs. Um, Chad and Adam write the uh, flop songs, and then Dave mostly writes the ghost party songs. Maybe Pat chips in a little, but I don't. I just show up to their finished products and add some bass. Hey, oh, you know what? There you go. That's easy then, right? Yeah. Hmm. Just ghost party but, so what so what's the deal i've never heard of them are they are they more gothy or are they very are they pop punky in the same kind of same kind of deal they're, they're pop punky um they we just had um <clears throat> at mom's basement fest last year there was like a cd like eight song cd that we put out and then i think the record's coming out later this year the vinyl um i think is late summer early fall last i heard hmm. um that's all fun. It's just like so. Know, say, so like say, a, same kind of music, just different kind of lyric content. It's kind of like that, yes. that horror punk. Yeah. That that mom's basement and some of those little labels. They kind of like well, there's there's like a whole like subgenre, right? Like the horror, like the horror pop punk kind of thing. Is it like that? Um, no, it's so the guy Dave. He's in horror section. Are you familiar? Oh right. yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's him. He writes all the songs, but they're not like horror section songs. It's like him taking a break from writing about horror movies. Hmm. So I don't know. it's, it's kind, cool. It's got kind of a horrorish name though. Well, even though we it have, a, even though we have a song called Halloween 99, it's the first one on there, right? Oh yeah. You found it. Yeah. Oh, that one, I guess has a spooky vibe, but it's short, I think, but yeah, there's just other songs, just songs about girls on there. And I don't know, just normal pop punk stuff. What I really want, what I really want is, I saw they they're teasing. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, they're teasing next year's uh, or this year's uh, Mom's Basement Fest. What I really want is some inside information, but I bet she's not going to want to give us that in any kind of a public forum. So maybe we'll have to hit him up later for that information. Good lord! Uh, yeah, I don't honestly, I don't know if I have anything to offer up right now. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I've been approached. Uh, any band has been. I don't know if any of my bands have been approached yet. It's funny. He's the only guy I know who has to talk to his drummer to find out what's going on. Usually the drummer's like the last guy. <laughs> yeah. Usually nobody tells the drummer anything, right? Yeah, he just tags like, like, all sorts of initiative. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, why don't we throw another song in, Neil? What else, what, what, what's next? Let's ask him about the next one. Yeah, let's, well, let's, another, I, let's do Blast, oh, Blast Off. Where's, where's, where's Blast Off from? So that's off the Clinically Inane album that we recorded with uh, Joe Queer back in 2000. 16 i think so that was so that was scabby road down in atlanta uh, it was yeah it was at his yeah his studio in his garage so how was that working with joe it was awesome um uh 
yeah, I, I just, I loved it. Uh, we did it. We didn't use a click track. That was probably my only thing. I'm a big fan of the click track uh, really? instead of the, uh, yeah, well, cause I do, I write a lot of stops into my songs. Now that uh, I've said it, you'll, you'll notice it. Sure. And uh, so it's really hard when you're trying to like, you just got to guess. Ooh, <laughs> I want to guess. It's an um, internal, you got to have an internal metronome. I uh, do not have that. Ask no. anyone. <laughs> um, no, I loved it. It was great. I mean, it was a cool setup. I mean, we just, we plowed through the songs. I don't know. It was cool. We wrote like four songs on the spot there. That was, ended up being the Cut the Shit EP. So, yep. I got that one actually. Yep. Yeah. So that was, it was cool. It was just a really fun. Um, it, it's, it's great when he like calls me off to the side and he's like, Hey, come here. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, I, I was thinking maybe I was hearing something like this for that song. You're like, wow, you're really invested. That's really cool. Huh. Like, Talking to me about my song. Yeah. Cool. Guy's, guy's written a couple of pretty good songs. I'd probably take his yeah. advice, huh? Yeah, I've never said no. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's give it a spin, Neil. Well, tell us what's, what it's about first. About? So, so, yeah, what's, tell us what Blast Off's about. Uh, Blast Off is just kind of a, just a, the classic pop punk, leave me alone, I don't want to talk to you song. That's, uh, hmm. but with, you know, with the uh, outer space theme, try to keep that around when I can in the, in the, like try to try to do one per album. Uh, you thought, right, well, thought it was about ejaculation, so he's actually uh, no. Actually, you know what? No, clever, clever boy. No, I, the, the Stray Cats have a song called "Blast Off," and that is about oh, going into space. So that's what I maybe oh. thought it was co- uh, a cover, but no, it's I only not. know those like five Stray Cat songs. Like oh boy! I mean, we got to we got to educate you, my boy. Got to educate you. All right, let's do. Let's listen to "Blast Off." Let's off with the putts. <laughs> that so, was off uh, clinically inane from 2017, I believe, or something. Yeah, 
That yeah. sounds right. That sounds. Right. I was really stressed about putting clinically inane out because everybody really liked Knock It Off. Everybody that heard it was like, "Wow, well, that's really good." And I'm like, oh, "I don't think I can write better songs than that." So I did it. You did. <laughs> you yeah. What are you gonna do for an encore? Now the stress is really on, right? Well, yeah. Well, then then I pumped out Rise and Shine. And I was like, "Ugh, I can't do better than that." So I won't. So well, next up, we actually have another album recorded. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you about that. Excellent. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to no, 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 um, no. Go, go on, go on, go on. No, we don't we, listen. Uh, you, yeah, there's no it's, right it's, reason uh, to ask questions. We're gonna call it a uh, too little, too late, hmm. and it's like uh, sixteen. It's more like the the snottier stuff. Like they're all kind of shorter with like just hmm. a couple. It's like the opposite of Rise and Shine. Hmm. They'll have like a little more rah 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 and like just two pop songs instead. So. Huh. That way, I don't have to compete with Rise and Shine. And do you when, have a do you, do you have a plan for it yet, or is it just kind of waiting to see what um, happens? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's going to come out on vinyl late summer, early fall. Also, uh, last I heard, um, but it's all done, it's all mastered, and it just has to go off the press. Going to be on mom's mom's basement again? I think so. I think that is. I'm not sure if we're supposed to announce. I don't know if we've announced it yet. So, <laughs> well, there we go. I think we, so. we just have. We need to hook these. We need to hook these people up with Cascade Record Pressing. They're doing like four month turnarounds. Yeah. Oh wow. Exactly. Uh, and we normally go to some uh, Archer up in Michigan because Doug lives up there. Oh really? I know there is yeah. some stuff in Detroit. Uh, huh. Interesting. Okay. No, we've become kind of pals with uh, Mark Rainey, who you remember TKO Records, the old kind of street punk record label from back in the day. He's got a he's got a pressing plant in. Uh, where is he? Well, he's in Portland, uh, right? Oregon, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. It's yeah. actually Milwaukee, Oregon, which I didn't even know it was a Milwaukee in Oregon. But there well, you I go. Think the it I think just the sounds wrong when you say it. Yeah, right. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. But so that's interesting. You got a new okay. That's that's cool. That's good think, though. Yeah. It's funny because I think I remember when I bought Rise and Shine. Did that come out like 2020? Because I think I was wearing a it mask did. when I bought. It was in it was in the yeah the summer of the pandemic. Yeah, and we sold so out in like two weeks. So I felt pretty good about that. So you couldn't really do any touring or anything behind that. So you just no. Huh. We did like a the the most work I ever put into a show was orchestrating like uh, a four band release show for that that day that it came out. So we had like four different live shows on uh, the Facebook. Oh, oh, it was already it was already after the okay. Yeah, so it was cool. Uh, like I said, huh. yeah, it sold out pretty quickly. I was like, cool. I didn't have to leave the house. I love there that. You go. How many did you get pressed, you know? Uh, that first run was, I think, just 200, and then there's another two. So there are 400 total in the world now. Because I feel like I have red. Did you get red, Neil, or did you get a different No, color? I got one of the later reissues. It, came, it was reissued in yellow later on. Yes. That's the one that I have. That blue one now, believe it or not, on Discogs, the blue one, which I think was the well, at least the first run, uh, $37. There you go. Wow. That's the blue one, yes. Billy's digging his out. I was going to say, I got four of them. I don't need all four of them. <laughs> well, you better start selling them bring on. It, you bring 120 to, bring, bucks right there for you. Bring them to Logansport. Well, it's funny, Neil, because you know where I bought where I bought it was that there used to be two different record farms. One of them was in Rochester, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this little town. So I remember I bought it at that record farm one mm-hmm. time when I stopped by because Rochester's right off the highway. It's like if you go anywhere, you have to go through it. So, so, so you guys are playing – so you're playing in a couple weeks – in uh, Logansport. I mean, is that the only show you got on the books right now? I think so. I think there might be 
there was talk of another August show. I'm not sure what happened to that. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of already looking for when to record. I've demoed another album that I want to also Holy record. Cow. By which so, band? The oh, Putts. Oh, The Putts. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Damn, you are probably. So I'm kind of more looking yeah. for like recording windows at this point than. Uh, but wow. well, that, well, that might change once we get a release window for the newest album. Then we might book some shows around that. Sure. Uh, you just don't want to like, you know, play a place one week and then be like, hey, my new record's out the next week. Obviously. Yeah, you can't you can't sell them. Well, it's funny because that was my point was being that if people want to see you guys, they better go out to Logansport because yes, it might be their only opportunity for a while. That's true. And also, it's a free show. Indeed. And also, what else? What else? Also, Neil, the queers are playing. They're also, a pretty big better. deal. Yeah. And an, oh, another. Okay, so the band that's opening that night is a band called the Don't Want Us. Do you know them? They're for they're from Indiana somewhere, I believe. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I've played with them at least once, if not twice. Yeah. I think Damn it, Neil, you're right. <laughs> I told you. I'm I don't like, want it I'm in the like, title. Indiana's a big state, Neil, and not everybody knows everybody. And I'm like, they yeah. do. They, all the bands know yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah, we're all like, we're all brother-sister bands. You know, it's all uh, fine. They played with Flamingo Nosebleed like 15 times. That's true. Yeah, they, they've been around as long as we have. That's funny. We've they, been supposed to see them numerous times, and they've canceled every time. Well, that they, they, really? they're, they're having some personnel issues or something because they they come and go like they were going to play, yeah, and then they quit playing altogether, and now they're playing. Yeah, I thought, I swear, I think I, they're going to England or something. I mean, they're they're just a weird weird band. I think the the new lineup's pretty solid. We played with them uh, the the day before Mom's Basement Fest last year in Fort Wayne. That's where they are from. They are also from Fort Wayne. Well, they are from Fort Wayne. I am not originally from Fort yeah. Wayne. Just to clarify, but <laughs> anyway, the new lineup is really solid. He got some guys from Ohio, and they're all really tight. It's, mm. it's the best they've ever sounded live. Oh, for no sure. kidding. That's cool. Well, I only—I mean, I know—I don't really know Jake, I, but you know, I saw that Mom's Bass. I saw that that record with the repress of that record was up in the queue now. Like the the last one, the last record, their last full length is back on vinyl. So, oh, that the the the, the degenerate pop. Degenerate Pop. That's it. See, you remember. I have a pink. I have a pink copy of that that I bought at a record store in Fort Wayne. The one that's downtown. Okay. It's yeah. called. I can't remember. There's two record stores there. One's downtown, and one's called like the Wooden Nick or something. But it's the one downtown. Yeah. It's, like it's like the a, punky one. It's got like three. It's like the three same word three times or something. Yeah, yeah. Noise, noise, noise. That's what. It is. Noise, noise, noise. Yeah. I wanted decent, to say music, music, music. Decent little record stupid. store, Neil. Decent. Not amazing, but decent. Okay, I'm looking at that cover right now. I've seen that cover like a million billion times, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, I got but I've never heard them, I don't think. I got pink vinyl. They're they're real decent. I got their other couple albums on CD. I don't have my vinyl. So. You heard it here first, kids. They're real decent. <laughs> they're real, real decent. Like, uh, Miller Lights a fine pills there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. they can put that sticker on the front of the next album. We're it's real decent. decent. Yes, oh, quote man. quote quote from Tom Trauma. Yes, this record is just fine. So let so let me ask you this. So you, you, we guys were talking about this in the in the pre recording fist fight. Um, that you guys you guys have actually met Tom. Tell us that story, buddy. Well, you know, I, we we only met real briefly because um, Covert Flops opened for Sloppy Seconds. See, Sloppy Seconds played a big old place last time they played Indianapolis. You know, they used to play this real shithole called the uh, oh, the Emerson Theater. Oh yeah, <laughs> which was Neil. I've told you the stories. Emerson Theater. It was an amazing place. If there was one working toilet while the show was going on, it was good. <laughs> 
and there was no booze in there, but there was a bar around the corner. So like 200 people go pack into this tiny bar and just slam down as many beers as possible between bands. And then can't go but, to the bathroom. That's great. But anyway, they, they, played, <laughs> they played. Yeah, exactly. But they played at this big Ticketmaster venue. It's like an old, old theater. And uh, yeah, Covert Flops opened. But unfortunately <laughs> for Covert Flops, there's this amazing German place across the street. Oh, and guess. so Scott and I were knocking down German brews. So we got there a little late. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let, let, me, just... let me give everybody this little hint about Tom. Tom does not show up for opening bands. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike me, I I, lo- I love to show up for the opening band, but Tom well, is a... I, try, I tried to show up last night for the opening band, Neil, but it was raining out and there was there was no parking. I just kept going around the block, around the block until the spot opened up. So see, I if, missed... you, if you got there early enough to see the opening band, you would have Dude, had they parking. Were, they were called Spider. They were pretty bad, if we're being honest. My God, black was metal. A... Black metal kind of thing. I don't there know. There was a. That, I mean, this is completely off topic, but good God, go back to 1974. There was a local metal band in Liverpool called Spider. I'm assuming it's. Well, not, it's I'm Spider. assuming it's not the same band. It's Spider with a T. Do I swear the name of their album is called something like Bathe the Babes in the Bat's Blood or something? That's <laughs> the name of the record. Anyway, why not? I, most, I mostly oh. missed. But, but no, the thing is with the, when we went to Indianapolis for that show, it was like a, let's just call it a little mini vacation. So yeah, we were, we were taking it pretty, taking it pretty easy. You mean you were getting hammered is what you mean? Yes. But I did, I, I was, I was telling Billy before the show, I did buy a copy of a seven inch they just put out. With so a you, so of you stumbled, you stumbled up to the merch booth, completely smashed and like. That's, that's hearsay. Stole it off of Billy. <laughs> I don't remember anybody being belligerent or anything. So yeah, oh, I was fine. fine. Tom's a lovely chap. Neil knows I can have 20 years and not even bed, not even buckle my knees. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, I have that seven inch, Neil, and you. I have that seven inch, and you don't, Neil. So screw you, man. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, fighting words. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> Yeah, we're actually seeing each other on Friday. Tom's driving down. We're going to go to uh, Lias Club and go and see Channel Three at Lias Club. Yes. So yes. That'll, that'll be fun. That should be fun. I'm gonna let Neil drive me around while I drink many, many a fine pills, man. <laughs> yeah, but we might have to go to the fine. opening bands. Let me tell you, it's, it's opening bands this time. When I say fine pills, I mean old style, probably. <laughs> no, uh, PBR, probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, all right, we better play another song. What? What? Are, what? What's the next song, Neil? What I do? I sent. Uh... I said Fast Food Fantasy was a good one, or uh, Laser Blast. You said you Lun- Lunatic was one that you'd picked. Oh, Lunatic. That's a good one, too. That's- it, it's not easy when they say, hey, man, uh, can you just pick like four songs that defined your 15-year career for me real quick? Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so which album is Lunatic off of? That one's off Knock It Off. That's that's uh, that's well, my baby. So okay, that was, so this, this is off the second album. So he actually has picked one song off of every album. He's a uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I do okay. Yeah, okay. So tell us, uh, Luna, well, I assume lunatic is about a lunatic, but is there anything else we need to know? It's just a, it's just a, it was a hooky song. Uh, I, I like to tell the story. Uh, the first time I showed it to the guitar player at the time, Tyler, I was like, "Hey, I wrote this song," and he's like, "That's terrible." So <laughs> it didn't make it didn't make it on the hole in one. And then I brought it back around. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure this song's not terrible. And, we, and then it's the song we've played at every show since. Like, everybody loves it. It's will, we be he- will we be hearing that in two weeks? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, the only, we only didn't play it at one show, and that's because we ran out of time. They were just like, you're done. We're like, oh, oops. I didn't have to play it. It's just two and a half minutes of singing. It's a lot. Is it about right. anyone in particular? No, no. I actually, I tell uh, tell 
uh, people all the time. I actually don't write songs about people specifically. I try to not like go down that path. Hmm. Like that's a lie. We'll get the true answer after. But I try to write <laughs> relatable songs. That's different. I try to say, you know, everybody knows somebody that they could say the song is about. So that's the that's the trick. Very good. All right, let's give her a spin, you Lunatic. Very but She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a lunatic. She's psychotic, and you know she's mentally sick. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la 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 lunatic. She's a la la. There you go, people. You can all be the judge. Do you know? Do you have a lunatic in your life? That song was written about them. That was the putts from Knock It Off 2013. So how many how many times do you guys play with the queers over the years? A lot? Uh, I mean, maybe five. Oh, really not, not that, that many. many. No. Um, yeah. Our first, the, oh, the best one was at the Hi-Fi in Fountain Square in the Annapolis area. Okay. That was it was just us. It was the putts, the Ataris, and the queers. That was crazy. It was sold out. It was, but we were like, it was Doug. I wasn't back there, but Doug was just like slinging merch. Like, uh, we, yeah, I mean, it was just, we, we like the joke. We're like, Joe's just over there glaring at our sales. And um, <laughs> it was, it was a really good, uh, you know, uh, eye opening well, night. But when I saw, when I saw him with, uh, Norcos Yorchada in, uh, last year, he had a big box of stuff. He had some putts records in there. He had, I think they had, they had his, uh, 
uh, Amato's other band. They had all kinds of yeah. He was definitely uh, slinging some stuff, and I and I bought some stuff, but I was also I man, you get to one. It was a like a festival thing, like a three day festival thing, where you start going to your wallet, going, oh, I got to pace myself a little bit, so. So this is one. Of the, this is one of those funny things. Much like you know, if you look in anybody's car, you'll find a copy of like Queen's Greatest Hits or something, a CD <laughs> copy. Um, for some reason, I have a Putz T-shirt, and I don't know why. I think Dougie might have sent us some when he was on. Okay. Oh. All right. Yeah, because yeah, I was just remembered. It's pale blue. It's one of. The, it's from the last album. Yeah, yeah. The right pale blue. Light blue. I got that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pale blue shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Because I don't. I don't think I've ever seen the Putz. Have I? I don't think I have. But did uh, they miss play? Did they play? Well, I will at, be soon. Neil, did they play at at the thing that the Captain Heroes guys put on last year? The T One Festival. Uh oh, I think we might have lost him. Uh oh, Billy, my he boy, fr- he froze up. Billy froze. Because I remember you talking about meeting Dougie. How do we fix that, Neil? How do we fix that? Uh, I think I'm about to redial him. Maybe, or maybe it's trying to dial him automatically. Perhaps. Not sure. He's back. Oh, am I back? Oh, yeah. here we you are. guys were there the whole time. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you. Yeah, no, because I remember you. I remember Neil telling me that he had met Dougie, and Neil, you know, did being I say the that? old man that wait, he is. Did I? Yeah, say that? we were. Wait, did I? Did you hear me answer? We were there the first night at T One Fest. Is that the night you that met you? Oh, I did see you guys then. Actually, I have yeah. seen you. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Well, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. I don't Check. think I ever have. Well, there you go, Tom. On you. Well, it's I gotta say, to look forward I, to. It's a real bucket list item. Well, it's it's funny because when Matt, so we're we're pretty good pals with Matt, and he said he wanted to do this Joey Ramone thing, and of course we're like, absolutely, man, we're absolutely in. Whatever you want to do, we're up for. He's just he's just one of those guys. That I just I you know anything he wants to do, we trust him, and he's just a great guy to work with. And he he had booked you guys, and I'm like, that's a great headliner. They hardly play anymore. They play some Ramon songs. I'm like, that's a great. And then he had to keep going, and I was just <laughs> shocked at how big he. I really think this is going to be an amazing event. I think I mean people are going to come down from Chicago. We got people, a lot of people coming up from Michigan from my way. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be awesome. I just yeah. can't imagine how it would go wrong other than me getting arrested. <laughs> well, let's try and let's try and not have that happen. But hey, remind me. My wife's okay. going to be there. She'll keep me from Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Um, you guys, when I, when you played T1 Fest, you guys did play a Ramones cover, and it was pretty – was it unusual Ramones cover that you guys played? Did we do Swallow My Pride? I think that's like our go-to. That's pretty pretty uncommon, Neil. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe it was, yeah, because I remembered it was either you or the Zoonoids, and yeah, now that you say it, was, I think it was probably you guys. Well, you did uh, a cover on that Cut the Shit EP, but I, was it Sheena or something? It was one of the more, it was a bigger song, right? We did Judy, we did Judy as a Punk on the Cut the Shit, and then Follow oh, My Pride ended up on the Shut Up EP. I don't have that one, okay. Maybe it's Doug will have it in his giant, like 50. maybe Doug will have it in his giant box that he's carrying around with his <laughs> LPs yeah, in it. Maybe I'll don't, buy don't, don't talk about his giant box. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I can write some songs for you. I'm 60 years old, and I can write songs for you guys. <laughs> dumb, you dumb lyrics, yes. It's good. <laughs> it's all it takes. But uh, there's but there's a there's an art to writing dumb lyrics, though. You know, it's just the way it's it's like a science. And I mean, not an art. It's, you know, it's an art. Like they have to be clever. You know, they can't be yeah, just you, dumb. They have to be clever. Well, yeah, because I, I had this talk with my old guitar player where I was like, I don't want to just write joke songs that yeah. are you know, worth one listen and then you move on. Yeah. Like I wanted to be like, not only is it funny, it's also a good song. Uh, and I think 
I think uh, I, know, I found that balance somewhere along the line. I think I think Joe and like BA from Sloppy Seconds are both good examples of that, where it's like it's funny on the surface, but it also the more you kind of hear it, the more it sort of takes on takes on like a more meaning, you know. Yeah. Very deep. the two great the two greatest lyricists of our time, Neil BA and Joe Queer, <laughs> and Gordon and Gordon Lightfoot, rest in peace. You see that? Yeah, he died today. Yeah, I saw that. He was 84 years old. They show pictures of him. I cannot believe he wasn't at least 94 years old. <laughs> it was hmm. a hard life, you know. On that the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I don't, yes. I don't know if the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald made it all the way down to Indiana, but it's Canadian, Canadian, Michigan classic. So <laughs> Billy looks very confused. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. That's all fine. <laughs> I'm just happy to be alive. Uh, so what else? I, just a fun thing for me. Uh, again, I said I have a. We have the new album coming out. That will, for me, be a milestone. It will include whichever song will be the 100th original recorded and released song that I've written. So I'm pretty excited. Mm. To, like, Is that there. the ones you already have recorded right now? Yes. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. There you go. Are you going to get a cake or something? Probably. Or a beer. I don't know. Really, I'll prefer to drink my dessert. There you go. You and, that, you and that 9% beer that you're swilling over there. Exactly. Oh, it's all gone. Oh, boy. Yeah. Has to be in a special tiny glass because it's very strong. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe we better let the man go. But you, why don't you tell everybody why they need to come to Logansport? Well, I feel like the big thing is it's a very rare putz appearance at this point. We yeah, exactly. Much more played. rare than the queers, honestly, right? Yeah. They're a bit touring uh, like maniacs. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, you can't. Every day they're posting a new tour. Um, yeah, so I think there's that. Uh, we're going to play some Ramon songs. Uh, it sounds like we're three to four hours from everywhere cool, so everybody's going to be piling in. I don't know. I would go if I wasn't going. Yeah, it's free, for God's sakes. What's, yeah. Oh, and it's free. What could, what could go wrong? And there's going to be beer. Yes. And we're going to be there, for God's sakes. The Punta exactly. Die guys are going to be there. Neil and, I are, Neil and I are hosting. We are? So Does that mean yeah. I have to do something? We're introducing the bands. We're gonna oh, do a Jesus. little Ramones trivia. We're giving away some records. We, dude, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a full thing. Oh, it sounds a lot of pressure, my friend. Oh, dude, come on, dude, a guy two weeks out. Have a couple of drinks and just relax. Relax your bowels and just go up there and we'll just we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll give away my some. bowels. Holy shit! Our grand our grand prize is a Marky Ramone signed wig. Yes, it is. That's very true. Wow. So, but hold on a second. <laughs> it's not, look. but that would be a great prize. We can't let the man go because the rush he's playing is one of his very best songs. We still oh, yeah. gotta go yeah. out with Laser Blast, which is we'll go out. fantastic. That was a good one. That what was, is, what's what's Laser Blast about? <laughs> it's just yes. like a sci-fi song. Okay, so that one, that one, I'll, I'll tell you the story real quick. Uh, I was sitting there, uh, stuck in a Netflix hole, and they just added a bunch of like the mystery science theater. 3,000 uh, yeah. uh, episodes. And I was like, Riverdale song, Riverdale song, Riverdale song. And I'm like, hey, this one's not a Riverdale song. I ran and grabbed my guitar and I wrote Laser Blast in like three minutes. Oh, there you go. It's, a, like, great, hey, it's, a, read... it's a great song and I, I can't make up my mind on which is my favorite song on the album, if it's Laser Blast or whether it's Kicked Out because I think <laughs> both of those are fantastic. Is that, Kicked is Out that... has that uh, not quite a joke but still funny stuff uh so, so it's funny actually i want to i want to ask one more one, one more yeah. one more question you know just because i'm curious especially since he doesn't live there anymore and now he's living in a much smaller fort wayne is very much he got like kicked grand, out <laughs> yes See what well, he did fort there? Wayne is good. very much like grand Rapids size like they're very similar type okay. of cities so if i'd say grand Rapids is a little better downtown area but um 
how was this scene in Indianapolis? I mean, it, it's, it always seemed to me as an outsider, what with punk rock night, it always, it always seemed like a pretty cool scene, even though there's only really a couple of huge bands like zero boys and sloppy seconds and stuff, but it always seemed like a real cool scene. Did you, do you have a generally thought it was pretty cool or cause you toured oh, a lot no, when you're younger? No, it was, no, it was great to, uh, it was a great resource to have, like coming out with hole in one on our own. We're like, Hey, can we, can we play here now? And yeah, sure. And, so it was great to have that built-in crowd in the in the early days, and yeah, I mean, we yeah, like you said, we go on tour, and like you go to a city one year, you go back the next year, and you're like playing a, a different venue because that other venue like isn't you know condemned or right. those, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's nice to have. I think punk rock nights on like twenty some odd years of yeah, every, every Saturday, Saturday night. You know, it's, it's, I mean, cool it's, just place, like, it's a cool thing. It's a small little bar, a little dive bar, but you can rely on it, and that's it's really yeah. great in that way. I mean. And they always take really good care of the bands. Like, I mean, it's all. Are you are you from Indianapolis originally? I'm not. I'm from like an hour north. I'm from in between Indianapolis and Fort Wayne. So. Okay. Hmm. Was that like Kokomo or? No, uh, it's, it's a tiny little town called Upland. Never heard of it. Okay. Exactly. Hmm. Sort of. Huh. Um, but I mean, the scene in general beyond punk rock night. I mean, did you do you think it's a good place to? Is it a good place to play in a punk band? You think? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Like, there are like there are other cool places to play. There's the during the pandemic, a lot of the punk rock nights were hosted at a place called Black Circle Brewing, because yep, like that yep. first week of the pandemic, they built that big outside, yep. fenced-in stage. I saw area. I saw the Zero Boys at that outside thing. Uh, I don't know, 2020 or whatever it was. That was amazing, honestly. Yeah, it's great. It's a great thing that. Well, we that was one of the few shows we played during the pandemic was the punk rock night annual awards show okay. was there. And so we might've got a trophy. I don't know. Not to brag. This awards thing, you know, mom's base or not mom's base. Uh, the dummy room does the awards. Punk rock night does the awards. We need to get some awards. No, hundred yeah. percent. Not, no, I'm not. I'm no, not I mean, so we, we, do, we do album of the year and that, that's, that's all you get. God damn it. It's true. Yeah. That's true. It's the highest honor you can get. It's better than getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we oh. probably and we probably would have given Rise and Shine uh, some awards in 2020, but uh, I don't think we actually heard it until 2021. Isn't that right, Tom? Did we, did we blank yeah. on it? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of found it late in the year. Uh, you bring this up. This is a, a a happy, sad thing for me. But on the one hand, like I was like, all right, this album's coming out in 2020. Like I knew that. I went and recorded that January of 19 saying this will come out in summer of 20 and it did little did i know there would also be queers and screeching weasel albums released that same year yeah and the weasel so one was, like, was a shocker yeah i was so i was like a little bummed because i was like i wanted to be everybody's album of the year but then at the same time i was like i'm not sad seeing myself on other people's like top 10 with like two of my favorite bands so yeah that's cool i guess i don't know so so you you are you a weasel fan or not really? You said you're more of a queers fan. Are you a weasel fan too or not really? No, I like. I mean, I like Screeching Weasel too. I just always preferred the queers more, like just the because I always I have this I, I have this struggle where that that album that came out in 2020, which was called Freaks of uh, Atavism. Freaks of Atavism, yeah, some Freaks of Atavism. I love that album so much. Like it just hit me. That perfectly. was your album of the year, I believe. It was my album of the year, and then like yeah. three years later. Or two years later, or whatever, but they put out another album, and I think it's of the same quality, but it doesn't connect with me. Isn't that weird? Mm, that is weird. But no, I don't know. Listen, man, I'm I'm thinking the next Putz album is going to connect with me, and we'll be on top of it so. this time. We won't wait till it's too late. 
Yeah, we will. We, we, we I, I think this year's sh- shaping up really well, Tom. I know you didn't think so, but I, I'm really excited about this year. Actually. Neil, the, Neil, I, got a, I am. The, the, I just got. I just got the album of the year. Lower, the, lower class Brads. The new lower class Brads album is yeah. the album of the year. Yes, it is. I, I mean, is somebody great. else might knock them off, but as of right now, mark my words. As of it's only May, April or May, May Tom decides very early, and he's not for changing. <laughs> well, here's the way. I, here's the way. I, here's the way I do it, Billy. Honestly. Is if an album strikes me really early in the year, I'm like, okay, that's my album of the year. And that won't necessarily be all year, but you have to beat that. You know what I mean? Neil, yeah. I think, weighs too heavily towards the end of the year. It's hard to, I don't know. Anyway, as of right now, as of May, the new lower class Black Brats album, which I know is not out there. Most of you haven't heard. Only only the punk rock illiterati like Neil and I have been able <laughs> yes. to hear it. That's exactly right. But it's killer. Yeah, it is. It's real. It's really good. It is really good. Uh, but then so, it's, there's bring, a couple listen, of other really good best, ones. Everybody. Bring your best against lower class brands. Yes, uh, and send it to Tom for free. As good as it's getting. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. haven't heard the new pots yet, though. Yeah. Yeah, the new putts, the new zoonoids. I mean, there's a lot of these. these yeah, zoonoids is good too. I like zoonoids too, but that's more like a, almost like a concept album. You heard the new zoonoid yet, Billy? I have not. No, it's cool, but it, it's it's definitely uh, it's like a fourth album because it's quite a bit further along than a I second g- album should be. I guess anyway. why? I guess why is every band from Indiana all three piece? Huh? Answer me that one and stay fashionable. It's so hard to get even that. That's what I was going to say. Gilbert <laughs> Flop, uh, Chad, and Adam met because they like found each other on Craigslist or something. Like, I mean, it's hard. Wow. It's hard. Interesting. That's why all the bands know each other, Tom. And, see? And, well, and the fact of it is where, where like, Dougie is and where Billy is, it's probably like a couple-hour drive. Yeah. But your other – your bass player down in Nashville, I mean, that's got to be five, six-hour drive at least. Oh, more. I mean, it, it was a little – uh, evenly split when I lived in Indy. It was like four to five for both of them. All but, roads lead through Indy, Neil. If you ever travel in the Midwest or go to the South, every, I mean, literally every highway converges on Indianapolis. Yep. Mm. It's, it's great. Is it? Mm, it's okay. funny, though. You moved to, moved to Fort Wayne, man. When I was a kid, and I don't, and, and you're, you're quite a bit younger than I am, I think, um, there was a band from Fort Wayne that we loved. They were called the Migraines. They were kind of like a sloppy second. Oh, off. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they uh, still play once them. in a blue moon, but I mean, the main guy has got to be pushing 60 because I remember like we were in our early 20s and he was like 30, which seemed ancient. <laughs> but Yeah, uh, when I was in high school, there used to be these like, uh, we, somebody used to host these uh, punk rock shows at all the local 4-H fairgrounds around and wow. migraines played quite a few times so huh wow that that now that's very indiana neil indeed they played, the, like played the at the county fair of like hay, the stage yeah. made of like hay bales <laughs> yes hay, hay bales <laughs> and you can go around on a goat if you like afterwards it's be great awesome stuff so if people want to get a hold of any of your merch from any of these different bands that you're in how can they uh get merch or vinyl or whatever i think every band sells everything on Bandcamp. okay they just kind of go to Bandcamp and type in the band's names. That's uh, Cover yeah. Flops Ghost Party. Ghost Party, not House Ghost. Ghost Party. Ghost Party. And they're good too. But yes, Ghost. And party. if you, or they can uh, come to the show, yeah, come to the show on the nineteenth, yes. and then you can pick the stuff up in person. Indeed, you could buy it from you could buy it from Dougie's big box of swag, and then Billy will sign it for you. <laughs> Dougie's big yeah. box. Don't you can well because into... I was gonna say the most recent thing you guys actually put out is like a compilation of your early seven inches, right? 
Yes. Because Dougie was selling those, and he's like, yeah, I didn't play on this. I'm like, oh. So, <laughs> yeah. You've given him away for free. <laughs> it's like having it's like, – so I didn't have him sign it. It's like having Marky sign the freaking <laughs> – like having Marky sign uh, Leave Home or something. Like, no thanks, man. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. I was glad to see all that stuff on vinyl, though, on the few beers younger. That was very satisfying to say, all right, the entire collection's on vinyl now. I'll tell you what. I'm going to buy that from you when I see you in Logan. Two, two and a half weeks? Yes, because Perfect. I'm going to be I'm going to be off the chain. I'm going to be on vacation, <laughs> and my wife's not going to be giving me the evil eye when I drink too much and buy a bunch of records. So, Hopefully there's not a uh, German, was it, was it the Raskeller? Yeah, this place is huge. You know, you got to see this place. What place are you talking about? It's just that place in Indianapolis, that German place we're talking about. It's the biggest. It, it must seat like 500. It's enormous. Hmm. They had this big outdoor area. Scott and I were drinking, of course. And we, like, got some pizza or something. We just wandered out there. And they're like, hey, there's, like, a $15 cover out here. We're like, well, we're just eating our pizza. Or I don't remember what it was. It's good times. Good times. <laughs> it's odd times. Okay. All this, all this to introduce laser blast. <laughs> yes, gonna, that was a long introduction. Yes. You're gonna, you're gonna play, you're gonna play this one for us. I want it in writing right now. You gonna play this one for us in a couple weeks? I think so. I think it's part of the set list. I haven't looked yet. So, so far that, away. I mean, how's that work? Is your buddy gonna drive up? And you guys are gonna do like one quick practice and? Yeah, if if we're lucky. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> Not, maybe not even a practice. Oh, all right. Jeez, well, don't put too much effort in, guys. You guys are well. There's there's seasoned veterans. They'll be fine. See, it's the first seasoned. time the guy's playing with them. What are you talking about? No, 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 Chad. No, Chad played with us at T1 Fest. It's good. Chad's one of the best musicians I've ever met. It's uh, really intimidating. That's fine. Wow. There you go. Heard it here first. Chad Ocho Cinco. Playing your songs. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Playing let's laser play, Let's play laser band. Let's play laser bass. We'll come back. We'll see our we'll see our adios. Sounds good. All right, putts with the last one tonight. This is laser blast. Better do 
it fast Cause I'm gonna take you out with the laser blast Better hit the deck, better watch your ass Cause I'm gonna take you out with the laser blast Better wise up, better do it fast Cause I'm gonna take you out with the laser blast Better hit the deck, better watch your ass Cause I'm gonna take you out with the laser blast Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah Gonna take you out with the laser blast Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah Gonna take you out with the laser blast Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah go told you that one was good didn't i that is a funny fun fun pop song should be number there one go. if there was any you, should, you guys should be playing the super bowl well, god damn it super bowl halftime show <laughs> the putts well we're looking Can forward to catching looking forward to catching up with you and dougie and this mr guitar player in a couple weeks <laughs> and of course the queers and the uh the other band so it'll be nice to meet you and I, I may or may not have had this i may or may not will have had as many beers next time i see you as i did last time so we'll see well it depends on if you're there for the opening band or not i mean it's all it's all well, that's like a good, said, well, good kind point of we're kind of emceeing so i guess we have to be there maybe i can like you know like we can introduce them and then i could leave for a while and come back or something yeah they normally play like 30 minutes that's a plenty of time that's true it's now true. every song of theirs is starts with it's called "Don't Wanna Something," right? Don't wanna yep. correct. Don't that wanna is my understanding. Cry or yeah. something. well, they have three. They have three songs, Neil. They only have three songs, so they're going to play them like ten times. Three songs on their band camp. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but they have so three T-shirts we, uh, too. Say, they have as many T-shirts as they do songs, so that's pretty good. There you go. Well, after we say goodbye to Billy, we're going to tag those three songs on the end because this is our last piece of advertising push, our last piece of promotion for that. That show. We're really looking forward to it. So anyway, yeah, thanks for, t- thanks for coming on and talking to us, man. We appreciate it. Whoa, well, good luck with all now. your good luck with all your stuff. Am I cut now? Just a little bit. You kind of, you went a little bit. Sounded like you went down a rabbit hole right then. It was pretty cool, actually. Some kind of special effect. Are, are you there still? Yeah. Interesting. I dropped out. No, now you sound, bo- you sound I'm good. I'm still now. here. Yeah, can you hear me? No, you sound good now. Yes. Yes. It's the end of the show. Interesting. Everyone's okay. getting tired. Yes. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, Billy. Absolutely. Happy yeah, to be here. Yeah, it's nice it. to meet you, man. Looking forward to catching up. Uh, like I said, looking forward to catching up in a couple weeks. We'll have a good. I, if we don't have a good time, I've been telling people, if we don't have a good time, something went horribly wrong. I just can't imagine how we're not going to. So. If you yeah. don't have a good time, don't complain because it was free. How's that? Exactly. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to have some. We're going to have a little bit of merch, too. And so, yeah, come on down, hang out. It'll be good times. Cool. Cheers, Billy. Uh, so yeah Bye. to everybody we'll see you all on the 19th hopefully and uh, keep a little mark in your heart stay free smell you later smell you later everybody bye bye
Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom.